Yeah, it can be uh, disturbing. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Hump Day. Hump Day. Middle of the week. I love it. I'm excited for it. Middle of the week, grinding towards the end of the month. You know, you know, June, July, August, man. These are the dog days, man. It you is. know what? The, ah. I agree with you. It feels like the end of summer, and I'm having to fight a little bit extra to do the things that are routine, to do the things that just come natural. I'm having to push myself a little bit. I'm feeling that, oh, it's time to go back to school. It's People are coming back from vacation. It's the end of summer. It is the end of summer, and it is hot, man. Uh, we had the pleasure, Jake and I, of taking your son out for dinner last night, which was absolutely spectacular. It's my pleasure as well. Love you got him out of that. <laughs> it was so cool. You know, just uh, but we he were on the beach and he wanted to go play on the beach and um, it was just crazy how hot it was at five thirty. You know, just not a cloud in the sky, just burning sun. But we did see something neat last night, something that you don't see every day. Um, me, Kai, and Jake saw someone catch a shark. So, it's crazy. The craziest story, this young man um, did not catch the shark. There's a big pier there. There's a guy throws his line out there and he catches this shark and he's yelling down to everybody, hey, I can't come down. Yeah, I'm saying, I need help. Somebody's got to help me. Somebody's got to help. This kid stands up, darts into the water. I mean, we're talking about a shark. Right, yep. darts into the water and grabs the shark like you see him, brings him up on the beach, unhooks him, carries him back in the water, and full round of applause from everybody there. So I think, uh, I think it's still Shark Week, technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just so, so appropriate. So just, appropriate. You never know what you're going to see, when you're going to see it, how you're going to see it. So it was... Yeah. Speaking of, I put out a post this morning about you never know what you're going to see. I think that's the part of living in Florida is it's the wilderness out here. And on my way out to walk Louise for the last time last night, there is a giant white toad right in the walkway. And I'm like, all right. So I like stomp my foot at it. Doesn't move. I'm like, all right, let me grab the pool pole. I try to move it with the pool pole. It comes right at me bounces right off my leg and into the water. And I wasn't proud of the noise that I made. I wasn't ashamed of it either. It wasn't like a high screech, but it was definitely a noise that I put a post out about it this morning for people to see. But you never know what you're going to find. You never know what you're going to see in South Florida. You see a iguana, alligator, shark. You never know down here. It was absolutely crazy, but it was cool for Kai to see it. Then we had dinner and I'll show you how smart your son is. And then we'll, we'll get off the show. But, uh, <laughs> I said to him, I said, oh, I think the pizza place just called and said, we're making a pizza for Jake. I mean, for, for Guy. And he looks at me and he goes, they didn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Way to go, Guy. It was awesome. Fantastic. Take us away to some morning music and let's get going. Have to say. 
<laughs> Good job, man. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him doing that. Um, on a more somber note, uh, condolences go out to the Dykes family. Uh, they lost their patriarch last night and lost his, uh, his dad to the fight. And so uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to their whole family. We will uh, be out in force tomorrow attending the funeral. So, uh, you know, thank you for all your prayers and all your stuff. Uh, good people. But, you know, 92 uh, 92 years old, lived a full life. And so uh, we we celebrate his life tomorrow. Definitely uh, a time to celebrate him. And we hope that everybody in the hall sends their well wishes and positive vibes to the Dykes family. Absolutely. Um, moving on to what today is going to be about. So it's Word Wednesday. We're going to focus on words, words that you may not pay attention to, words that are put together in lists and stuff like that, words that are forgettable. But just want to talk about some stuff before we do that. In 1896, on this day, the city of Miami was incorporated. I love that. I mean, who who knew what was going to happen after that? Because then, you know, Magic City was born. But uh, awesome. That was actually a great TV show, uh, a series called Magic City, which yeah. was really fun about the hotels and stuff like that. Um, then in 1993... And I just want to get your reaction to this because I know what mine was. The first singing telegram was delivered to Rudy Valley for his 32nd birthday. So uh, who? What? <laughs> who? <Literally>. What? <laughs> the singing telegram. What? 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 What comes to mind with a singing telegram? Um, actually, when I think of singing telegram, I think of Modern Family, the show Modern Family. I think of. Uh, I think of uh, Cam and his group of singers that he had going around, but that's my association with it. It, it is uh, the first, in my mind, the first of social media. It was, yeah, you know, it, it was the pre, you know, predecessor to what we're doing now through technology. We did that in a sure. fun way to celebrate someone's birthday. And by the way, you can do it on Facebook and you can do it on LinkedIn. Every single day, it tees you up with whose birthday it is. And you can send them a GIF. You can send them a, a video. You can send them. So just remember all of this stuff reminds me of Elf. Blazing Saddles is a great pull from Bob Goldfarb. Yeah. <laughs> Blazing Saddles, great, man. That is a fantastic movie. When I was doing some of the content a few weeks back, I had uh, mentioned something to Jake, and he goes, I have no visibility. I have no idea. What that yeah, is. he's never seen it. Has no idea about it. Holy cow! Holy cow! So, shifting gears because we are about words. I'm going to show you a different take on the song "Word Up." <laughs>
I love it. So Who is that? That is the group is called Gun, you know, and you know, when you do research, you just find shit. You just, yeah, I know. You know, uh, when I made my presentation live last week, I asked the question, I go, who in the room owns a library? And they were all like, looking at me like I was nuts. And I go, we all do, man. We carry it around. Right. It's click, 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 and you find stuff. So what a cool way to sort of segue into words. So I got a couple of things. And then we're going to talk about the seven virtues, which is really a cool way to Talk about words. words. Talk about words, and they go into social media and what that means uh, with the seven deadly sins. And so tons of cool stuff. First off, here's a quote. Success and failure. Most people think of them as opposites, but they're really not. Yeah, you can't have one without the other. Companions, you know. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's just such a cool take on words. It's not success or Failure success comes from. Yeah, it's really and failure. It's and. really an and. And we talk about all the time, you know, not being an or, but being an and. And actually, uh, Gary V put out a post a couple of weeks back that said something like that. And it was actually, it was one of those posts that I saw from him that I was like, oh, he took like an extreme stance on something, but he was like, we need more and people. He's like, everybody looks at me because I'm talking about NFTs and they think NFTs have to be or. It's this or that. It's real estate or NFTs. He's like, why can't it be both? Why can't people decide what is the thing that they want to invest in, that they want to spend their time being passionate about, whatever that thing is for you, have more and people. I thought that was a pretty good post. And I like the way you made that, you know, the and and the or, because it really goes into when we teach process, it's a whole bunch of tactics. Yes. This and this and this and this and this. Not, you know, oh, my God, just do LinkedIn and you'll be a superstar. There's no silver bullet. It's a combination of all of the things that you just. And another comment to talk about just how we're always learning. We came out of our get on the ball meeting and I had heard about somebody that I'd never heard about before, Chris Walker. And I immediately followed him. And then he put out a post yesterday, a video post, where he talked about different levels of intent within the funnel. You know, no intent assumed intent or declared intent and how the different tactics for handling those levels of consumers that end up in your funnel, which I thought was very, very intelligent. But to the point of he's not saying it's an or you have to do this or do this. He's saying use all of these tactics, but based on the data on the person with where their intent is, that's what should determine what tactics you use and how to get to them. And I, you know, when I'm, I worked with you know Matt Sanoski, we put together a prospecting sequence for him that wasn't don't ever use the phone. We incorporated the phone because it's an and, but we tried to use it in a way that made it more effective with the rest of the things that were happening. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So a lot of content today. Going to share another power of LinkedIn with using words. Show me Ask Richard Branson. So this is a real feature. This is a real guy who just went to space, is just a totally amazing human being, and he picks questions that people shoot out to him. And this was a question that somebody had sent to him that said, hey, Richard, please tell me you know, how you overcome doubt. Doubt is a good word to focus on because everybody has it. 
just like success and failure, fear and doubt are two human emotions that we all deal with. And he says, you know, it's okay to have doubt. It's okay because maybe it's nudging you to find out something about yourself or about the opportunity or about whatever. So I just love that you can ask questions to people like, you know, people say, what's the benefit of LinkedIn? Why are you in it? Because you can get, you know, right next to Richard Branson and do it. And see what he's sharing with people and learn from him. He talks about how, you know, one of the things that he he uses to deal with doubt is reminding himself that dreams aren't linear. It's not a steady climb. You're not going to have all of the wins. And that goes back to it's not success or failure. Your dream is not dead because you failed. It's not a linear climb of successes. It's success, fail, success, fail, success, success, fail. That's how you get to the dream. And he reminds himself of that, that, look, this is just a part of the journey of the thing that I've chosen that I want to do. So he specifically in that article, and you can find it on LinkedIn, uh, he specifically talks about when they started Virgin Airlines, that, like in the first month, there was a problem with the bank and the bank was going to shut it down. Uh, the day after we launched Virgin Atlantic, the bank manager came to my house and threatened to shut us down. I managed to get him out of the door and brought my team together to find a solution. It was a sweaty moment, but it didn't let doubt creep in and just quickly fix the issue. So uh, pretty, pretty amazing. So we'll shift gears. We'll get into um, this conversation about words. And when I was digging deep in it, there are the seven virtues and then the seven deadly sins. So the seven deadly sins, if you don't know them, pride, envy, gluttony, lust, anger, greed. And the last one is sloth. And I, for the gold, for the daily double, Somebody tell me what the meaning of sloth is and do not go to Wikipedia. Tell me <laughs> yes. what it is. And you can pick your choice of any of the on the ball or daily huddle swag. But conversely, so there's the, the deadly sins. There's the virtues. The virtues are faith is the belief in the right things. It's pretty cool. Hope is taking a positive future of you. Charity is concern for and uh, active helping of others, fortitude, never giving up, justice, being fair and equitable, prudence is care of uh, and moderation of money, and temperance, moderation of needed things, abstinence from things that are not needed. So, you know, when I went into this deep dive and I'm going through it, you know, it's the fundamental nature, whether it came from Greek mythology or the, you know, Catholicism adopted it, it's a guiding principles. They're, they're like a set of things. I came up with my 27 rules of engagement. We'll have a guy on Tell Me Something Good, Oliver um, Seidler, who just wrote the renegade rules, rules, systems, processes. That systems. Systems. So um, somebody got the right answer. I think um, uh, Todd Stevens might have been the first to jump Correct. in there. Todd said lazy. Good for you. It I like late. Joseph Gonzalez, though, being a bum. So Mitch Ziffer with what's in the box, that could be the creepiest line of any movie. <laughs> <laughs> he goes through it all the time. It's absolutely nuts. But here's the cool exercise for today. Seven deadly sins. 
and seven heavenly virtues can dictate what we do in social media. How about that? Do you have this in front of you, young man? I, I do. I would love you to jump in and share. So when, when you talk about the seven deadly sins, and especially in social media, I think pride is the biggest one because you don't want to be a self-promoter. There are ways to educate your audience about what you do or what you know that's valuable without pounding on your chest saying, look at me. And the, the, you know, the association I like to make with that is when you're telling the story, you can be the lead actor without being the main character. And the main character in the story, everything revolves around that person and it's all about that person. But being the lead actor means you are in every scene, but it's not necessarily about you. And drawing that parallel to how you share your content is really important to not fall to the deadly sin of social media about pride. I love it. I love it. I love it. For me, the top one is envy because you don't know what someone's showing you. You know, you know, we are, I think we've developed a brand that is genuine and authentic and we share good and bad. And, you know, we're fortunate. We have a lot of good stuff to share. You know, and I have people who have said to me, well, I want to be like you. Or they'll go, um, you know, you have such a fun life that that's fun. You know, that is not what social media is about. Whatever your life is, whether it's, you know, out and running or you're an introvert and you read and you can share, whatever it is that is about you, that makes whatever your DNA is, this is the place to do that. So when you look at deadly sins, envy is focus on what you do well, not what others do, because you just don't know what they're showing you. You know, I literally shared I shared my ring recording of me in the backyard having a standoff with a frog because I thought people would enjoy it. I thought people who live in Florida could relate to it, that they've had that experience before, and it might bring a smile to somebody's face or go, oh, you know what? I've dealt with that before, too. That's kind of funny. And I chose to put that as my piece of content for today. That wasn't something that I had to go try to create. It's what happened. I happened to have a document of it, so I shared it. That's really amazing. The other one that I think is worth sharing is anger. You know, there's no place in social media for anger. Some people, um, and uh, Eric Ross, who is uh, a new friend of mine, I met him through the True Network. He posted something about his brother um, who had passed away six years ago and all of the stuff that he, you know, learned from that. And it just says LinkedIn user and somebody posted um, some blast, just a disgusting blast that, you know, that doesn't teach, you know, doesn't want just so bad. You know, for someone who's angry, social media is not the place. And they, you know, the people said, this is not Facebook. That was anger. And there was somebody who on my post about Coach Bowden, when I heard about his terminal illness, wanted to go into him being sexist, being a racist, being all of these things. And I was like, number one, do you know him? Because I can only speak about the time I spent with him and nothing in that time would have said that any of that was true. Maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, but this post is about a celebration of somebody's life. Why do that? For what? You know, so, and you know, it's not a place to tear people down or it shouldn't be a place to tear people down, but everybody has a voice. It's unbelievable. So it's just a great concept. I really enjoyed putting that concept together. Um, but then to close it out, you know, there are when people are talking about hiring or looking at what they can provide the world, 
I think, you know, people call them soft skills and that really rubs me the wrong way because they are not soft skills. They are skills. They're these skills. They are these skills. And so these are words that I think are in short supply. And if anybody wants to list, I'm happy to share it. I'm going to rock through it. Discipline, patience, self-control, dignity, respect, knowledge, curiosity, wisdom, ethics, honor, empathy, resilience, honesty, bravery, and last but not least, awareness. So um, you think about how people describe themselves. Use that as a scorecard and say, you know, these are the things I bring to the table as a human being. That's where the words really matter because you're you are hiring the person, you are interacting with the person as a teammate, and you are buying from the human. And that's where the rubber meets the road is that for those of us in the sales profession, profession, who you are matters much more than what you do. And I think when you talk about being a coach or being a leader, when you're looking at your one-on-ones with people, when you're looking at your group settings with people, how are you measuring those skills with them? How are you helping them develop accountability? How are you helping them develop discipline? How are you helping them develop their communication? Because I think that's the biggest one is most people just don't know how to communicate, especially the younger generation that's coming out of a place where they only use text to communicate 99% of the time. So how do you help people develop the skills? It takes what it takes. I'm going back to... I'm going back to Coach Saban. It takes what it takes. These aren't soft skills. These aren't optional skills. They're not people skills. They are the skills. It's what you need to be successful. So how do you manage them? How do you develop them? How do you keep track of them? And then and then how do you, you know, how do you help yourself get a, better at them? What a great way to close it. So you can't measure it if you don't write it down. Right. You know, so it's a scorecard that you can say on a scale of one to 10, where am I on this and how do I get better every single day? And what percent do we need to get better, Mark? One percent. Love it, man. So get down to business, do the do the work and the results will be there. What a fun show, dude. Let's go. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this So let's get down, let's get down to business Let's get down, let's get down to business Give you one more night, one more night to get this We've had a million, million, 